You cannot multitask and be fully present at the same time. You have to choose. And when you choose and you learn how to be fully present, you're going to experience a lot of benefits. The first of which is just peacefulness. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. What does being fully present mean? Being fully present means that you are completely focused and engaged with the person or the task at hand. We are, we pride ourselves in being pro multitasking. And I've done videos in the past all about multitasking and the dangers of it. Um, it, you can multitask efficiently for some tasks. A lot of times, like if you have a high energy and a low energy task or something that requires a lot of concentration versus, and combining it with something that's doesn't take much concentration. Say for example, cooking dinner and listening to a podcast or driving and listening to the radio, right? Like there's things that require a lot of your focus and you, they could be paired with something that's in the background that doesn't require much of your focus. But for most tasks, multitasking does not work. You end up dividing your attention, not multiplying it. And when that happens, you typically cannot do both tasks efficiently. Usually you can't do either task efficiently when you're trying to do more than one task at a time. And so being fully present allows you to completely focus on one person or one task. Think about when you are, if you own a business, which Michelle, I know you do, but if you own a business and you are um, thinking of everything that you need to do, everything that's on your to-do list, things that need are due tomorrow or whatever, and your child comes home from school and he or she's asking you different things or telling you about her day at school and you are thinking about everything that's on your to-do list, you're not giving your child their full attention or your full attention. And you're also not giving your task list full attention. And so you are not, I guess, living up to your potential. You're not going to be able to efficiently do either task. It requires being fully present, requires total focused engagement of every aspect of our being, not just our attention, but our physical, emotional, spiritual, mental, all of it, right? It reminded me, it reminds me of the five pillars of self-care and to make sure that we are focusing on each of these pillars. Well, when you have a full bucket, when all of these areas are being taken care of, you are able to give your all. I talk a lot about, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. You have to have a full bucket in order to be your best for all of those around you, all of those loved ones that are depending on you. Well, the same thing happens when you have that full bucket. You are able to give more to that person, to your child, to your spouse, to your mom, you know, whoever it is that is needing something for you from you or you want to give to. Having that full bucket is going to allow you to have more to give. And you'll need that in order to be fully present. 
It is not easy. We are bombarded 24 seven with distractions and demands for our attention and for our, for us being there. I've talked, I've talked before about the hustle culture and how through media, like media, social media and otherwise, and just from our increasing to-do list, right? We are constantly under the pressure of having to do more, be more, and this is all the hustle culture. And that's exactly what the Moms Without Capes movement is about, is we go against that hustle culture. We recognize that we do not have to do it all to be amazing moms. We are allowed to find rest in our rhythms, peace in our pace, whatever it is that you, you whatever vocabulary you want to use, it's really all the same. Learning how to say no to all of the pressure that society, that our own expectations, the, the expectations that we hold about ourselves and what it means to be a good mom or a good spouse or, you know, a good in any of the roles that we're playing. We are fighting against hustle culture, but nonetheless, it exists. And that is why it is so important to learn to practice being fully present. So there's lots of advantages or benefits to being fully present because you cannot, you cannot multitask and be fully present at the same time. You have to choose. And when you choose and you learn how to be fully present, you're going to experience a lot of benefits. The first of which is just peacefulness and calmness. Mom brain is it will be a thing of the past. Well, it's not a thing of the past because let me just make it clear that you cannot, it's almost impossible to be fully present 100% of the time. And it is completely healthy to think about the past and the future in healthy doses. And so mom brain won't, won't disappear forever, but you'd be able to manage it a bit better. And by mom brain, I mean like before I became, I was like waitress brain. I had like all of the things that I needed to do in my brain running at the same time. And there's a lot of clutter in there. There's a lot of things that are rushing through your through my mind and probably your mind as well of all the tasks that you need to get done through the day. All of the worries and concerns and everything that needs to get done. You know, right? You know. <laughs> so when you learn how to be present in the moment, in the here and now, you can experience a certain peacefulness or a certain calmness. You bring calm to your, to your life. You also bring clarity and focus because there's so many, so much clutter in your mind, so many different things running through learning how to live in the moment and be in the moment will help you bring, will bring clarity to all of that clutter. You'll also be able to have better conversations. Back to the example when your child comes home from school and your, your mind is run, racing with all of the things that you have to do. If you're able to clear that and be completely in the moment with your child, think of how much more engaging that conversation will be, how much more meaning that conversation will have for both you and your child because you were able to be in the moment. It also slows down life. When you're able to focus on the simple things, being able to give your full 
undivided attention to the task at hand or the person at hand, that is going to create a memory. And that's, memories are what build up our life, right? That's what slows down our life. Think about in years past, when, you know, even a week can go by and you have no idea, you can't even recall what you did last week. It's because perhaps you were overwhelmed and you had a lot of things going on and you weren't able to slow down. You weren't able to focus on the individual tasks that you were accomplishing. And so by being intentional about living in the moment, your mind is able to di fully digest that particular moment and it becomes more concrete and it cements itself into your mind, which will allow it at a later time be more easily retrievable. So it does slow down life by learning how to live more in the moment and less in the hustle culture. And finally, well, finally, in this list of benefits, there are a lot more benefits and especially towards your, like for your mental health, for your physical well-being, um, for your whole well-being. But living in the moment, being present, being fully present increases your happiness. This has been studied and proven over and over again that learning how to be completely present and living in the here and now actually increases your mood and increases your overall happiness. So how can we, where, where do we start? Where can we begin making being fully present or making living in the moment a thing that happens regularly? Hey mom, short on time, but feeling like you're at the end of your rope or that your bucket is nearing empty? Grab this list of 15 self-care practices that you can do in under 15 minutes. These ideas will get you quickly back on track and are great for moms who are limited on time. I think that's most of us. So check out the show notes or go to momswithoutcapes.com backslash self-care-ideas to download your list today. The simplest of the techniques is to breathe. Now, this is something that we do every day without thinking. And I'm not talking about like, when I say about multitasking, you breathe pretty much through every activity, <laughs> I would think. And so this doesn't count as multitasking, but breathing is something that we do naturally. It's something that we take for granted because we're constantly breathing while we're doing everything else. And so focusing, turning your focus inward and focusing on the breath, breathing through your nose. Now that, Actually, back in the day, like, I, I don't know if it was my gym teacher or I don't know where I got this idea. Maybe it's something I read. But anyway, like breathing through your nose and out through your mouth. But I've since learned while studying mindfulness and um, even taking yoga, practicing yoga, which I don't do often, very often. I did it this past summer. But I noticed that they encourage you to breathe through your nose and breathing in and out through your nose. And apparently, don't call me on this, but I'm thinking that it slows down your, your respiratory system so that when you breathe in and out your nose, like nasal breathing, it allows your respiratory, like it allows everything to slow down. And that's where that peacefulness comes from. And so 
One way to do this is to, while you're breathing in, actually say to yourself, I am breathing in. And then when you're breathing out, again, of your nose, you're going to say, I am breathing out. So you're actually turning that, close your eyes so that you don't get distracted. I mean, if you're driving and listening to this, don't close your eyes. And this is something that you might want to try after this whole video is through, but actually just focusing in, closing your eyes, getting rid of all of this, or as many as distractions as you can, closing your mouth, letting your breath go in your nose and say to yourself, I am breathing in and then out of your nose, I am breathing out. Do this for about five cycles. If it, if you want to start with three cycles, do that, do what's comfortable for you, but get in that habit or get in that, let your body recognize what it feels like to just focus in on your breathing and to be void of most distractions around you. So by turning all of your senses into your breathing, and what I mean by that is like you're closing your eyes, so you, you take away that sight. You're saying that to yourself, so you're taking away like you're hearing, like because you got to focus on those words that you're saying. The more senses you bring into the experience, the more in the present moment you'll be and the greater the benefits. So another thing to do is to savor the moment. We have a negativity balance. We are, we are naturally drawn to the negatives of a situation. And so we need to work against that. And savoring the moment is one way to do that. And so it's sort of like stepping back from a situation and taking note of all of the good parts of that moment. Instead of just rushing through something, you can do this at a meal. You know, you're sitting down at a meal or at your dinner table and you look at your plate and you, you see your family around. And instead of just start shoveling the food into your mouth, instead you take it slow. You slow down that moment and you start recognizing and men, like just noting, you don't have to mention it out loud, but just noting what is good about this moment. Perhaps it is like the colors on your plate, the nutrition of the food, the family that's surrounding you, you know, the feel of your clothing on your arms, the way that your dining room is lit, lit right? Like all of these little details start noting what is good about that moment. So savoring the moment will help you live in the present moment and be more present yourself. And then finally, the third technique that we're going to talk about today is meditation. And again, we actually had a meditation expert on Facebook Live a few months ago. But meditation can be really simple. And I'm not talking about like the Buddhist monk sitting in a lotus position meditating for hours and hours. You could do that. But if you're new to meditation, you don't need to get that comp complicated. The first thing I want you to do is, again, you're going to use your senses. So turn your attention first to what you hear. Just in the room right now, I hear my clock ticking. I hear my computer like doing like a little bit of buzzing. Um, every once in a while I hear I've got two sick kids at home, so I hear them upstairs. Um, but just different, you know, just 
Look, just listening with your ears. Allow them to wash over you and focus only on the current sound you're hearing, not the sounds that are to come. So like, I can't hear my kids right now, so I'm not waiting for that, I'm not anticipating, I'm not focusing on that. I'm simply focusing on the sound of my voice, the clock ticking. Those are the two sounds that I can hear. And then you want to focus on your bodily sensations. So for me, I can feel, you know, my butt on the chair. I can feel the clothing. I can feel the jeans on my legs, like the, the material. I can feel the fabric of the sweatshirt on my arms. I can feel my feet on the ground, like my actually touching the rug beneath me. I have shoes on, so it's actually touching the bottom of my shoes, but I'm focusing on all of the physical sensations that I can feel. I can feel like the saliva in the back of my throat. I can feel my hair touching my ears. So like the different bodily sensations, these are the physical sensations that I can feel. If you can feel any aches or fluttering, maybe any kind of like physical, like if you have butterflies in your stomach or focusing in on your bodily sensations will help, will be as part of the meditation process. And then focusing on the thoughts in your mind. Observe what thoughts enter your mind. I think it's nearly impossible to void your thought, to void your mind, like to empty your mind of every thought. And a lot of times people think that, that that's part of meditation is to clear your mind. But it really is just observing, noting, like noticing what thoughts enter your mind and then labeling them, whether it is, hurt or happy, noticing like your feelings. How are you feeling? And because remember our thoughts and our feelings are connected and then letting those thoughts exit your mind, not, not labeling them as good or bad or thoughts you want to have while you're meditating thoughts. You don't want to have, you're really just noting the, the thought itself and letting it go. So, so that's, Another way to live in the here and now is to practice meditation and bringing in your sensual or senses to allow yourself to be present in the moment because all of the things that you hear and feel and think are all happening in the here and now. Have patience with yourself. Give yourself grace. If you are completely new to being, being present in the moment, it's a practice. It's something that you will learn to do better in the future. The more you practice, the more time you give yourself to live in the moment, the better you'll get at, at being able to do so. Again, thinking about the past and the present, or past and the future, it's completely healthy to do. You are not going to be able to live 100% in the present moment. We are human. Give yourself that grace, but learn how to live in the present moment or be fully present because then you will receive the benefits that we talked about earlier in today's show. So give yourself grace, take care of yourself, and let me know how you do with this. Do any of these exercises, what's your big takeaway from today? And do any of these exercises, have you tried them? Is it, are there any that you would like to try that you think sound interesting and that you'd like to try and see if you can derive some of the benefits from them? You will. It may take time, but you will. 
One of the concerns that I often hear from moms is that it's been so long since they've done something for themselves, they're not even sure what it is that they like to do. They're so close to burning out that they're unsure where to even start to fill up their bucket and reclaim themselves. Does this sound familiar? If so, I've developed a course just for you. It's called Self-Care 101, and it's where you can learn the basics of preventing burnout so that you can rediscover who you are and discover what exactly fills you up. Self-care is way more than bubble baths and pedicures. For me, it doesn't even include those things. Discover what self-care means to you and how you can give your family the gift of a mom operating with a bucket that overflows. Check the show notes today for the link to enroll in Self-Care 101 and reclaim who you are under your mom hat. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.